Now, there are bad ideas all the time in the United States of America. A perfect example of this is peanut butter and jelly in the same jar in this weird striping format. Sure, it may seem convenient to you dumb, dumb idiots, but in reality, in actuality, what you end up with when you buy this product is room temperature jelly, which is best served cold, or non-room temperature cold peanut butter, which is best served at room temperature. Obviously, totally unworkable, terrible product, throw it in the dumpster, but Usually, we see those things get taken care of or dealt with or used only by psychopaths. However, today's bad idea, today's terrible idea, today's thing that you should definitely not sign up for, no matter how much they're paying, is Eric Adams' idea that we should house illegal immigrants in the city of New York in private residences. I'm going to explain to you guys in full how insane this is and why you definitely shouldn't do this. But before we get into that, this video is sponsored. So let me toss it to the sponsor. Then we'll bring it back over here and we'll talk about it on the other side. The fitness fervor in the United States is real. 42% of Americans are looking for a beach bod this summer. This number jumps starkly with Gen Z women who are looking for it at about 75% and millennial men at about 65%. This is one of the reasons why I highly recommend you guys go over to ketowithjustice.com. Since so many people are turning to the keto diet, this will help help elevate and enhance the benefits of that diet and hopefully reduce your weight, get you in shape, and of course, it's 53% off. There's also a 60-day money-back guarantee, and if you buy this month, guess what? You're going to get a list of the top 14 most ketogenic foods in order to help your goal, plus free VIP fitness coaching. That's KetoWithJustice.com, KetoWithJustice.com. Let me say it one more time, KetoWithJustice.com. As the city shelter system buckles over the influx of migrants, officials coming up with new ideas on where to house asylum seekers. One new idea, the mayor suggested the city could pay people to house migrants in their apartments. Fox 5's Reagan Menji is live in Midtown with more on this creative solution. So look, I don't want to judge this guy, but he read that like a serial killer. He's making a weird face where he's trying to like freeze his entire face and only move his lips and it made me uncomfortable. It should make you uncomfortable, but more uncomfortable is the fact that he called this a creative solution. No, mister, I have my peanut butter and jelly in the same jar. This is not a creative solution. It's a horrible solution. The idea that you would put it forward as even remotely reasonable shows that you don't know what you're talking about. And maybe that range of motion in your face is due to the fact that you have some kind of issues that I don't want to talk about because I'm a good person on this channel. So I'm just going to leave it there. You thought I was going to say something mean, but I don't say mean things because I'm Sean Fitzgerald, owner and content creator of The Actual Justice Warrior, and I am taking far too long to show you the next clip. Yes, a creative solution, also a hypothetical right now, because if New Yorkers are willing to house asylum seekers, they could earn up to $125 a night. That would be money paid for by the city. This, as thousands of migrants continue arriving here in the city every week. So here we have a woman with more range of motion in her face than the creepy guy doing the serial killer reading of the teleprompter in the studio, and she also says it's a creative solution, again, talking about the money, which, by the way, is $125 a night, which you might think is a good idea, but here's the thing. 
There's always a hook. There's always conditions. And if you knew about a certain law that we've actually touched upon earlier on this channel in other stories that were absolutely crazy, you would not sign on the dotted line for this deal. The closer we bring the asylum seekers and the migrants to everyday New Yorkers, the easier it will be for them to transition into uh, society. Each week, thousands of single adults and families arrive here on buses from border states. And finding housing for everyone has become increasingly difficult. So Mayor Eric Adams is floating an idea, asking private homeowners to share their space. Those willing will be paid by the city. It's cheaper and it's a good investment for us to go to a family and assist them instead of placing people in large congregate settings or in these emergency hotels. So Eric Adams throws this out. And by the way, I think if you have a legitimate asylum seeker or a legitimate refugee, as we talked about time and time again, and you as an American choose to house that person on your own volition, then that's fine. Like, you you can do that. I, I, I don't have anything against you. Now, these are economic migrants. They're disproportionately young males, which, you know, leads me to have some criminality concerns. But to be honest, we have more criminal demographics in the United States of America than illegal immigrants, and that also holds true in the city of New York. So that is not going to be where I'm going to jump to. That's not going to be my main issue. And I will say... Eric Adams definitely is in more of the dumb category than the progressive category, because as I pointed out, this is not a Brandon Johnson situation where they had the insane progressive Lori Lightfoot and replaced him with a more progressive insane person in Brandon Johnson. Eric Adams is actually more moderate in comparison to his predecessor, Bill de Blasio, but he also just happens to be not that smart at all like in any possible way and i do like the fact that he is under stress even though i am a new york city resident based on the immigration policy that he supported in theory when it wasn't affecting him in this way but now that the migrants are being bussed in he really has an issue with it technically short-term rentals of 30 days or less are illegal in in, in new york city so if this is going to be something less than 30 days they would have to change the existing law so what that civil rights attorney touched on is actually something closer to what my concern is and what should be your concern if you think this is an easy $125 a night and that is of course the fact that New York actually banned short-term rentals due to the fact that they taxed the hell out of hotel and lodging and that was a good revenue source for the city of New York so they couldn't compete with these short-term rentals so of course their response was to just get rid of them remove them because they thought that would solve other problems meanwhile it just drove short-term rentals into the black market they should have just cut the taxes on hotels and by the way i'm actually on team hotel i prefer the hotel to the airbnb system not a huge fan of that but you know that's just me they try to ban somebody i know's parents that would be lauren southern so i'm totally anti-airbnb for that action but again that does run into problems in that eric adams would have to use an executive order which would likely be challenged and create a bunch of other problems but of course they're not talking about the main problem, the main thing that you need to know if you're planning on housing these people. And that, of course, is the fact that if you're in a place longer than 30 days, regardless of if you pay or not, 
it's going to take over a year to evict you. New York City civil rights attorney Ken Belkin says the mayor could issue an executive order to temporarily change laws, which could open up his honor to litigation. So let's say what this guy says might happen does happen. They end up doing this via executive order. You start taking in people because you're a sucker, and then it gets challenged in the courts, and then they issue a stay. New York City's no longer paying you, but it's beyond the 30-day threshold, so you want the migrant out of your house. Well, guess what? Not going to happen. All of a sudden, that person has squatter's rights. They have tenant rights, and they cannot leave. They cannot be physically removed, and you'll get arrested for trying to take back your property because a basic agreement of you pay, you stay is not good enough in the city of New York, and you'd basically be done for your apartment, and you'd be forced to move out before you could get this eviction to work. A perfect example of this is a story we covered a long time ago where squatters actually took over a house in a nice neighborhood in the city of New York, out in Queens. They were renting that out as an Airbnb, and you had all of these politicians coming out to this neighborhood because there were gunshots, all kinds of crazy criminality going on in this squatters, then set up an Airbnb thing, and all these politicians, city council members, state representatives, one by one, said that the squatters' rights that these people who weren't even living in the place that they were squatting in trumped everybody else's rights to this property. It trumped the bank's right because they owned the property. It was a foreclosure. It trumped the neighbor's rights who had to deal with the fact that they were shooting up the place. And in that story, the only party that acted was Airbnb, which removed the listing after being contacted by the local news. So if you let somebody into your place and they're there longer than 30 days, then they have the right to be there for years pending an eviction. And you don't want to be in one of these situations, even if they're offering you $125 a night in order to sucker you into it. It's an absolute disaster. It's shameful. It's ridiculous. And you need to not do this. And he's already created controversy for previous plans to house migrants, such as housing men in tents on the Orchard Beach parking lot, then Randall's Island, both scrapped amid flooding concerns. Placing migrants in school gyms fell flat with parents and students. And just yesterday, in an exclusive report on Good Day New York, Fox 5 reporter Morgan Mackay explained a new effort. Starting next month, nearly 1,000 migrants will be housed in 50 churches and houses of worship. These faith-based shelters will be open from 7 at night to 7 in the morning. The migrants will then be moved to daytime centers, which will also be faith-based operated, but paid for by the city. So first and foremost, I want to point out what has been pointed out by residents in the city of Chicago, and we actually covered it when they talked about it, which is New York is not short of homeless people. New York is not short of people in desperate need of care and people who need to be removed from the streets. Remember, we're currently dealing with this whole Jordan Neely thing, which Eric Adams decided to give this very beautiful speech about how his son's name was Jordan and how it was an attack on a black man. My fellow New Yorkers, this has been a week of strong emotions in our city. One of our own is dead. A black man, black like me. A man named Jordan. The name I gave my son. Well, they could have spent money to get Jordan Neely off the street, get him into a facility, but instead, they're chucking money at illegal immigrants and trying to come up and concoct all these solutions for them, rather than the New Yorkers, most of them who are mentally ill, that are on the streets of our city. Funny how that works. Another option to shelter migrants, the old postal warehouse at JFK Airport. The FAA just gave its approval, saying the space has adequate security and safety plans in place for housing. 
But now, after proposal after proposal was defeated by NIMBYism each and every time, Eric Adams is moving to house these people in churches and is saying that he's going to pay the cost for them to go there. And they'll also figure out these detention centers, I'm sorry, recreation centers, whatever they're going to do for the daytime. And they're calling it a faith-based initiative, which, by the way, these are faith-based initiatives. But when the Republicans do them, I just want you guys to remember, this is considered unconstitutional commingling with church and state. But when they need a solution, they immediately turn to the church when all the everyday citizens of New York say, not in my backyard time and time again, not in my kid's school gym, not in these hotels, not on the beach, camped out on a tent, not in a parking lot. And also the solution of JK Airport to me is insane because you're supposed to secure an international airport and we have no idea who these people are. We have no idea what their intentions are in the United States of America, but instead Eric Adams wants to move them to our critical infrastructure and hope that nothing goes wrong because honestly he's all out of options now i'm a big believer in the solution of doing the tents set up somewhere where you can have those post-world war ii tents where people can sleep on the cots they cost about eight thousand dollars each not that much money bill maher has talked about them i think this is a solution for the homeless people you know after world war ii there was a huge housing shortage in la when all the vets returned home and had nowhere to live so the government found some empty space and in a matter of months built Quonset huts for 6,000 people, all for a total cost of what in today's dollars would be less than $18 million. <laughs> Well, that was then. In the bond measure we passed in 2016 to build housing for the homeless, each unit was projected to cost $140,000, which is more than the asking price for this four-bedroom Dutch colonial in Little Falls, New York. <laughs> And now that we're actually building these apartments, the cost for each unit has risen to 531K. How is that possible, you may ask? Do they each come with a Lambo and a shark tank? <laughs> of course, they still make those Quonset huts, and one today would cost about eight grand. But it's hard to skim money off eight grand. But 531,000, sure. About 40% of that cost goes to something the city calls soft costs. For the homeless people, get them out of the major downtown areas, and they can live there. And before you say, oh, those tents are cruel and unusual, these are the tents that were used by U.S. service members after they won World War II, returned to the country, and there was a housing shortage. So I don't think it's too crazy to say that the accommodations that were suitable for the greatest generation are somehow definitely more than is what's deserved by people who broke our laws, entered our country illegally, abused our asylum system, and are looking to take advantage and not leave the country because of the overwhelming backlog. If it's good enough for the greatest generation of Americans, it should be good enough for illegal immigrants who shouldn't even be here, considering for some reason we're not rapidly deporting these people, which would be the easiest solution. You try to abuse our system, you pass through five countries on your way to supposedly claim asylum, you're clearly and obviously an economic migrant. You know what? You don't get to wait here. You don't get to wait in our major metropolitan areas. You don't get to wait in the small border towns. You don't get to be put up in five-star hotels. You wait in a third-party country. You wait as we process your application, as we confirm you're legit. And by the way, when you're in that third-party country, you should also apply for asylum there because that's how the system is supposed to work. And city officials say more than 45,000 migrants are currently in the care of the Department of Homeless Services. Now, the price tag for that is 
billion dollars. So as I pointed out, we have homeless people in the city of New York. We have problems in the city of New York already. And I know there was some fake report about how homeless veterans were being kicked out in place of these migrants. And this is something that honestly pisses me off when people in the right-wing media do this, because in reality, the truth is bad enough that you don't have to lie about it. We already know that homeless people are disproportionately mentally ill, disproportionately former service members that are mentally ill. So you don't have to actually make up fake mentally ill homeless veterans that were kicked out when the reality is shameful enough for the city of New York. $4.3 billion being spent from the homeless services portion of New York City's budget on 45,000 illegal immigrants to this country. As you can imagine, Mayor Adams is now looking at the fact that he may have to, in order to make those payments, have to make some cuts across the city. Absolutely insane. You're taking that money out of the pockets of the citizens who are mentally ill, who have fallen on harsh times, and giving it to people who are here explicitly to game the system. On people who, by the way, are trashing the hotel rooms that they're in, and guess who's going to have to pay for that? The city of New York. And they're talking about cutting services from other portions of the city. Now, I want these services to be under stress because I want policy change, but this is what the average everyday New Yorker has to put up with, And this is what they have to deal with. And now Eric Adams is trying to put them in essentially a tenant nightmare trap by luring them in with $125 payments. Now, it's also very notable that spending $4.3 billion on 45,000 people is also a sign of dramatic waste, fraud, and just the bloat that is the homeless services industrial complex in the United States of America in major metropolitan areas. So already that price tag, even for 45 5,000 American citizens who happen to be homeless is absurd and insane, but to add the cherry on top that these are people who came here as economic migrants are using the shield of the asylum system, a lot of them passed through four or five countries where they could have legitimately claimed asylum if they actually feared for their safety, just makes it even worse. But hey... Those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you liked this video, show them by leaving a like. Subscribe for more content. Follow me on all my social media. Support me via the support links in the description of this video. This has been me talking about Eric Adams' insane so-called solution to the migrant crisis in New York. Till next time.